What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another Around Chilliwack podcast. This episode is brought to you by GP Furniture, formerly known as Grandpappy's Home Furniture and Appliances. We recently posted about GP Furniture and Appliances on our blog and their name change from Grandpappy's Home Furniture. So go check it out and uh, check out their Facebook page, Instagram channel. They post uh, a lot of great stuff. So GP Furniture and Appliances. And that said, I'd like to introduce you to my conversation with Taras Groves, the founder, the director, the guy behind Chilliwack Independent Film Festival. I hope you enjoy it. I had a great time sitting down with him. All right. Well, I'm sitting down with Taras, director of, uh, is that what you would call yourself, Taras? I guess so. Director, filmmaker, you can call me anything. You just call me Taras. It's all yeah, good. Taras. Yeah. <laughs> Tell, like, who are you? What, uh, why are we sitting down here talking about... Chilliwack together. Get into the big questions straight away. Let's just yeah. go for it. Let's just go. Who are you? Yeah, who am I? Uh, what mean, do you stand for? Yeah, uh, so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from England. I'm a filmmaker, independent filmmaker. So I like write, direct my own stuff. Yeah. And I'm in Chilliwack because I love it here. It's beautiful. Yeah. So what? Like, how long ago did you move to Chilliwack? Uh, two and a half years ago. Actually, I was here about three, four years ago on a year visa. That yeah. ran out. Went back to England, saved up some money, got another one, and then came back, and I just got permanent residency in January. So, hey, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's still surreal to be able to now call myself a resident of Canada. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Pretty beautiful. And uh, what, do, what do you got coming up that we're going to be talking a little bit about today? Yeah, the Chilliwack Independent Film Festival. We will be having the second edition of that. We had our first year last year, so it's happening November 23rd to the 25th. Yeah. So coming up soon. <laughs> and this is going to be the second one. The second one, yeah. Yeah. So what uh, what drove you to start that? Uh, a little bit of everything, really. Like again, being a filmmaker from London and coming over here, it's, I have all the scenery here. You got the mountains. You got kind of like such a beautiful town and everything. But I don't know anyone. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. From from a selfish perspective, it was great to just bring talented people to Chilliwack and then show them around it. Right. We all know how massive BC is for the film industry. Everything, I think, shot every week in like downtown Chilliwack or by the Bookman or something. Yeah, like yeah that. for sure. A yeah. Hallmark movie. Yeah, the Hallmark right? movie. Yeah. yeah, I never see any of these movies though, do no? you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I watched part of one. Okay. And uh, Does that say all then really? Or? I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you watch one, it's pretty the same yeah, as yeah. all the other ones. I mean, but it's still cool that we got yeah, like... It's, yeah, you know, it's legit. You see them all. Yeah. I think they have probably like a million times the budget than most of the films oh. that I've ever done. But Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a, it's crazy like what they can do. Oh, yeah. Uh, why don't we uh, start drinking our beer? That sounds good. It's, yeah. yeah, it's just teasing me there. Yeah, so yeah. we've got uh, the Old Yale Fresh Hop Golden Ale. Beautiful. So it's uh, fresh hops from right here in the valley and Old Yale Brewing right here in Chilliwack. And, uh, nice. Cheers. cheers. Do you have uh, any favorite places you like to go and drink in uh, Chilliwack? I, I'm not just saying it, but I do love Old Yale. They're one of the sponsors as well this year, but I'm not saying it because of that. <laughs> I do. No, go, yeah. I, I think you and I, we've bumped into each other. At I the think Taste we have. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. I love the Sasquatch. It's great. And I love the uh, the Banshee. Yeah. I, th- I think they're coming back soon, the Banshee one. Have you it tried should the for the winter. Yeah. Mm. The the Screaming Banshee, the Irish Irish cream stout. Oh, yeah, that's nice as well, though, isn't it? Yeah. This is nice a guest ale. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, seasonal. So it'll only come out September, October uh, with uh, they fresh hop their beer. Okay, so. nice. Yeah, actually, they got quite a few out at the moment. They've got a uh, collaboration one as well. Have you tried mm-hmm. that yet? Yeah, or? the Valley. The Valley. Yeah, yeah is it with, good? Or? It, it's different. Yeah. Uh, I liked it better um, off on tap than in the can. Super hoppy, I heard. Or? It is, yeah. yeah. And then it's like a 7.5% beer or something. Wow. So it's nice. got a little kick to it. You only need a couple of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what uh, what beer for you was uh, your go to back home? Uh, I like I love Guinness. Yeah, Guinness. I kind of like you. De- you develop, don't you? I guess mature, maybe if that's not a presumptuous word. Your tastes probably like oh back, for sure. Back in the day, it would just be Carlsbergs and <laughs> things like that. Cronenberg, which I see over here, like more lagers. Yeah, but then I kind of develop more a taste for ales because that's quite big. And no, not all ales in England are warm. Seems yeah. to be the general thing here. Yeah, room temperature beer, yeah. right? Like yeah, that's, yeah. Uh... I, I don't know anyone who said that in England. No? But it seems to be like the general, I get asked that quite a bit. <laughs> you drink warm beer? Yeah, it's like, what? 
no, but yeah, and just Guinness and Stouts and just coming over here, there's such a massive like BC brewery kind of craft beer thing. I went to the BC Hops Fest actually a couple okay, weeks ago. Okay, and were there. Uh, yeah, that was really good fun. So yeah. ODA were there as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of like Christmas. Did me. you uh, did you try Driftwood Sartori? Oh, uh, no. I've heard of that one though. Oh, it's like, it's, it's like a unicorn of beer. Really? And uh, the, the reason it is, is not necessarily because it's the most amazing beer. But it's so limited, and it's uh, Sartori hops that are uh, grown in uh, the Columbia Valley, just oh. south of Chilliwack here. And uh, they basically, once they're ready, they pick them, chuck them in the truck, drive them over to Driftwood in Victoria. Nice. And then uh, fresh hop the beer, and you know, four weeks later, you're yeah, <laughs> you got yeah. a delicious beer. Yeah. yeah, and it's always a little bit different every year, oh, just really? because That's cool. uh. Because of how the hops grow. Yeah. So, yeah. It's almost like a wine of beer, I guess nice. you could say. And it's quite hard to get them then? or Yeah. They're not, uh, it's not overly Yeah. Easy like the unicorn frappuccino for Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural segue. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about your own personal filmmaking uh, history. Like what, uh, what got you into filmmaking? I, I guess, what else was I going to do really? <laughs> I just love films and I love the kind of power of storytelling and moving people and everything. So like I, I it was one of those things in school when I was 16, we did like, you had like your, your kind of GCSE options where you choose what courses you want to do. And I did media studies and we made some films and they were all terrible, but you know, it was really good but fun. Had fun yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was like on the old VHS, like, you know, it makes me sound really old, but it was, oh, like, yeah. I don't know why they still had VHS. Maybe our school was just super poor. I don't know. No, but, I think, well, what, what year did you graduate from high school? Uh, Wait, it's 2018 now, so that's a good start. So yeah. it's probably like 2009, I think. Okay. Oh, well, actually, it'll be in about 2007 or six. So I took two years out, so yeah, I'm just guessing. Really, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, because like DVDs were just starting to come in. Yeah, that's true. So that's it's crazy. Yeah. So VHS would have made sense because yeah. like everybody had like it was just e- easily accessible. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean it's cool. Like my mom still has that somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just like a, I, I couldn't even tell you what it was about. Yeah. But anyway, that quickly kind of like developed into I took a gap year after school to actually make a film. Yeah. Which was just slightly less terrible, but still pretty terrible. But, but everybody's like starting work is always uh, bad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a great experience. I don't regret that at all because a lot of kids, it's kind of like you leave school. What am I going to do? You just kind of jump into something. But it was really nice to have that year to really affirm that, no, this is what I want to do. You know, it was just me and my friends making a movie for a year. Yeah. It was just incredible just to kind of get that bug for it. And since then, I've never looked back, really. I made another feature film called The Professional, yeah. which was... Oh, I won't keep... Is that the one with Natalie Portman in it? <laughs> no? <laughs> no, no, I wish. <laughs> is that movie, what it's though. called? Yeah, I'll, I'll take credit for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that one, yeah. <laughs> it actually is. Yeah, In England, it's called Leon. But it's called... Is yeah, it the it's profession- called, I think it's called Leon the Professional. Oh, yeah, I know some. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a spoof of that a little bit because it's about Hitman as he undertakes one hit. But the title is spelt with one S. It's uh, misspelt on purpose, okay. which was a stupid mistake because like everyone, like every time we enter in a film festival, they're like, you know, you're you're not spelling the title of your movie. Right? <laughs> just watch the movie; it'll make sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not Tarantino. Yeah, I can't just spell whatever I want. So, yeah. but you live and learn. Yeah, but that was a. Uh, we were lucky that again we made that and we had a bit of success for the festivals. No cans or anything, but we went to a uh, Marbella. And we won a Best Suspense Feature Film, which was really cool. Yeah. It was the film that won the same uh, the same category, but for short film, was actually produced by Ridley Scott, a uh, director of Alien, uh, you know, Gladiator. You know, just yeah, Ridley just Scott. Ridley Scott. Yeah. He no, wasn't whatever. there, though. But <laughs> no? <laughs> no? No, But it was still cool that, like, that was a short film. That was a 20-minute short film made for, like, a 100 grand budget. And then our feature film was, like, made for, like, 100 pounds. So, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so it was a nice experience. And That's what I love with, like, like grassroots filmmaking, though is there's a passion and a desire to create and regardless of what the budget is like we'll figure out how to do this oh yeah we'll go to the thrift store we'll dumpster dive we'll do exactly yeah and you just have to call in like every favor you have from every friend family yeah (laughs) for sure can you just hold this stick with a microphone (laughs) attached to it it's not even a boom pole right super easy just six hours later and We'll just get that shot one more yeah. time. One more time. And once you get them there, that's half the battle. And then they don't want to leave because, you know, you're having kind of a good time, but you also kind of want to go and you're tired and yeah. no one's getting paid for anything. But you're already there now. So you might as well just stick out for the rest of the scene. Yeah. Just one more take. See, that's for myself. I've um, I've not done a lot of like the creative part of filmmaking. Like, yes, creative in terms of like corporate yeah. clients. Don't, don't be too modest, you know. <laughs> but I just, I want to do, I want, I I have film ideas. I have a short idea. Like I, my plan was to um, 
shoot this short and then put it in yeah. with the, the your film festival this year. Um, but uh, just with this stupid ankle injury I've been yeah. dealing with, it, yeah, it sucks. sucks. But um, Could you tell it's me still what? there. Like I still yeah. I still have the script. I still have the storyboard. Um, so who knows? Maybe next year I, yeah, I can make it you happen. Should, yeah. Can it, you give us a sneak preview of like what the film's about? So there's a location up on Chilliwack River Valley that I hike through and and fish near. And I, every time I go by, um, I just pictured this like some sort of story happening there. Yeah. Every time I'd go by a little bit more, like it would just start nice. coming, and I'd be thinking about it in the back of my head. And uh, I came up with this idea that uh, a guy and a girl are running through the bush. Yeah. And they're running from something. You don't know what. And then finally, uh, it gets revealed that, uh, like, a picture a chick from The Ring. Oh, the, yeah. With yeah. the long black hair yeah. and everything. I have Super the wig. Oh, yeah. yeah. I bought the okay. wig and everything. Like, I've been, like, trying to piece this thing yeah. together. You're not going to play the girl, though? No, I'm no. not. <laughs> no. no, I do have, a, I have asked a, a friend of mine if she could do oh, it. Really? And she said she would. Nice. And uh, so basically they're running through the woods and they're running from this girl and you mm. don't, you don't know why. And, uh, yeah. So I've, Sounds it's, quite it's intense. maybe four or five minute long nice. short. And, uh, but I just, I want to do it right. Like I've never oh, yeah. Yeah, really done do something it, like yeah. that. You have to get it out of your system and everything. Yeah. Well, if like, you need anyone to hold the microphone, the boom pole, oh, I'm <laughs> volunteering now. I did do a short years ago and it was, it was one of those ones where you just like cringe yeah. the moment you think about it. You're like, Oh, <laughs> but it, the thing is, like, I just went for it. Oh, you have to, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I find with like any sort of creative work. People, they get scared. They look at other people's stuff and they say, yeah. "Well, I can't do that," and they won't just push themselves just to go and give it a whack. No, exactly, and you just learn by doing, don't you? So yeah, you make it, and as long as you have that kind of awareness and that drive to be like, "Oh, this was, you know, this was kind of bad, but oh, I can maybe do this better next time." And like, my biggest thing was with a feature film I made that was two hours long. That's ridiculous length. You can't be doing that and then expecting festivals to screen that. We were lucky we got shown yeah. anyway. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Two hours long. Yeah, see, I mean, the original cut was like two hours and 20 minutes. So yeah. you can, and again, you just fall harder. You're just like, oh, I like long films. That's fine. People are going to screen, but <laughs> it's a terrible idea. So then I was like, oh, you know what? I need to make a film that's kind of shorter and easier to program. So I made a short film that was 30 minutes. Wow. Which is super long for a short film. Because again, you're going to go from a feature film to a short film. And it's like, wow, 30 minutes is way too long. Because in like a festival environment, it's that thing where they can program my film for 30 minutes or they can show three really good 10-minute short films in that yeah. time. So like, is my film better than three films? Probably not. So, yeah. so then I've made this year my first film in BC, which uh, is 10 minutes. So 10 minutes and 25 seconds. That's and what, what's the name of that one? Uh, Fly to the Dodo. And how's that coming along? Yeah, it's all in post-production. Yeah, we shot it all entirely in Chilliwack, which was yeah. my biggest thing. So that was really fun. Like we shot at the uh, Chilliwack Alliance Church, mm-hmm. yeah, like overlooking Mount Sham and everything. Yeah, and we just shot in the Chilliwack Elementary School, like all over kind of thing. Really yeah. beautiful. It was shot over three days in April. Yeah, and then it's been like six months of <laughs> editing. But this is something you're doing on the side, right? Oh like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all kind of like most of it was my own savings. I was also fortunate to um sell that long thirty-minute short to a video on demand service, kind of like a, a Netflix, but I won't say worse because they, they're probably never here, but, <laughs> What's but yeah, but it's shorts TV, uh, shorts.tv, I think. Okay. But it was cool to like, they basically gave me back my budget for the original film, which wasn't much anyway. So that kind of, right. that money went Gives straight into. Gives a little into, cash exactly. to start yeah. up again. Yeah. And then I got like a, a little grant for a, you have like, a, it was a script competition and we won that for Flight of the Dodo. So. Oh, really? So that was cool. So yeah. Then, I can't, like you post pictures every now and then and yeah. uh, I can't wait to see it. And then you had uh, Cliff Prang. I did. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, was in it. he was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, he's pretty talented. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's been on this podcast too. Yeah. And, I, I uh, listened to it. Yeah. Just a all around good guy. Yeah. Like, funny guy. And really, yeah. t- I'm actually going to the Fraser Valley Comedy Festival later on. Okay. Yeah. yeah be good fun. stuff. Yeah, the cultural center tonight. The cultural center. Yeah, I think seven, seven thirty, or yeah, that'll yeah. be great. Yeah, it should be fun. But he's super talented. Yeah. Yeah. He was awesome in it. He plays a he plays like a very mean man, completely different to what Cliff is like in real life. Oh yeah, he's but, so yeah. laid back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool though. And then you also had uh, Carmen. Uh, Carmen. Yeah, yeah. She, she was, was she was the she was the wife of him. Yeah, the mother. Yeah. It's about a young boy who dreams of flying, and he's kind of like an outsider in the film. Yeah. And we see him kind of like go along kind of like he's bullied at school his home life isn't great 
And then he kind of like is revealed that he's building this set of wings because he dreams of flying. And we end with him on, I won't see what happens, but we end with him up on this rooftop about to take flight. And then he takes the jump and then I won't ruin really Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to see it. That's not, That sounds awesome. But yeah, Cliff was super fun though. Yeah. So are you going to have that ready for the, the Chilliwack? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're hoping? <laughs> maybe, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. It's, we've, we're so close. It's just post-production sound now, like sound effects and everything. And there's only one line in the whole movie. So it's so important, the sound and the score and everything. So Yeah, you want to we'll make sure it's top-notch. I don't know if I want to be in the theater, though, if we screen it. That's the worst thing when it's your own film. Oh, <laughs> so. yeah. Well, there's uh, like Johnny Depp. Like that guy never went to see any of the oh, movies really? he was oh, in. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he refused. Yeah. But he's a weird guy. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> same sort of thing. Like it's... Yeah. Uh, Good actor, um, but yeah, he's, he's strange. Yeah. Always strange, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was watching um, M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah. He was on the Norm MacDonald show on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Uh, which Norm MacDonald is one of my favorite comedians. Just bizarre, he's but great. funny. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about how when he got started, he started with script writing. And Stuart Little was one of the scripts that he wrote and sold. Really? Yeah. The one like, with the mouse. Well, yeah. Michael wow. J. Fox does the voice of the mouse. And, yeah. And then uh, Sixth Sense, that was his first like Hollywood big budget movie that he directed. Yeah. He was 21 years old. 21. Wow. <laughs> makes me feel bad. <laughs> so I know, but that's how oh, it's just crazy. It's, yeah. He just got started somewhere. Yeah. And then yeah. like if you watch some of the those old DVDs. Uh, he puts like clips of the movies that he shot as a kid. Like oh, he really? would like recreate like Indiana Jones. That's and cool. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's so, got that new film coming out, hasn't he? What's the, have you, did you watch him? What was it called? The one with James McAvoy. Split. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? It was it was better than I expected. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't super kind of excited for it, but then I watched it and like, it was a really strong performance. And it was a bit nuts and it was interesting to like, I don't know if we should, you know, spoiler alert. You've, you've seen it. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, we, it's been out like what? That's true. Almost a year. When is it like? How long do you wait until you That's can just what say the, today? Like, yeah. yeah, I think like, and especially we're giving like spoiler alerts. So yeah. I'll let you spoiler alert. Spoiler people. alert. But <laughs> yeah. obviously, it ties into then Bruce Willis's character is there from Unbreakable, and then you like you realize it's in the same universe, which is kind of super cool. Yeah, so I actually really liked Unbreakable. I know it got slayed a little bit. Oh, it's but one of my favorite I superhero liked, movies. Yeah, so good. Yeah, because yeah. it's a superhero movie without being a superhero yeah. movie. Yeah, and I, I watched that when I was a bit younger and I was kind of quite scared because there's some tense scenes, the whole last act when he's following that guy back from the, oh, it's terrifying. And then it? he's got like a family locked oh, up. God, and, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, like I love it. It's like, uh, how did he, phrase, uh, Tarantino phrased it. Um, he said Unbreakable was like a Superman movie if Superman was just a regular Joe. Yeah. If he yeah. was just like you and me. Because that's Bruce Willis's character that's in it, it right? Yeah. Like, and Waters, his kryptonite. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was in that great scene when he falls in the swimming pool and he's like covered by the stuff and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. I really liked that. So then when that tied back into this split film was tied into that, it's like, oh, damn, cool. Yeah, so now they've got the new one coming yeah. out called uh, Glass. I Glass. Think, yeah, with Samuel Jackson's character. Which he's back so, too because yeah. he was so good in Unbreakable as well. And then just all the color, like the color foreshadowing throughout that movie, Unbreakable, yeah. right? Like why, like there's so much purple in it yeah. and green and like it's just so cool how they... yeah. Yeah, so that's that great. How did we get onto this? I don't know. Yeah. That's the best thing about <laughs> yeah. podcasting is you just start rolling down these hills and you yeah. don't even know how you yeah. get there. Uh, let's go back to the <clears throat> film festival. Why don't you tell me, like, when is it? What What are the pertinent info that we need to know okay. about? Okay, yeah. Well, it's November 23rd to 25th. We're having a mixer at Audio, actually, on the November the 23rd. We haven't confirmed the time just yet, but I think it'll be probably, like, the Friday evening at about 7.30, mm -hmm. which will be super casual, just kind of like, you know, come for two it'll be like two hours long come drink there'll be like filmmakers there we'll kind of do the previews trailers and we might also show some alumni films from last year so if you did miss last year or if you just like some of the films you can nice. you know watch them again mainly like the award winners from last year yeah so some good ones yeah and then we'll close with some trailers and maybe do like a q a with the boys who are all local because there's a feature film shot entirely local called videotronics and they'll be there so yeah who so who's behind videotronics who's... Uh, brendan taylor Okay. Yeah, very, don't know. Him. Yeah, he's a very talented guy. He's actually he's completely from Chilliwack. But he's actually in Kelowna at the moment because his parents moved out there. So okay, he's there. But he'll be coming back for that. That's awesome. And then yeah, like Brandon Mendel. It's all like if you watch it, I think most there's about like for a two hour film, there's about a cast of thirty people, and there's a lot of people. Wow. So there's a good chance you're gonna probably know someone, or you know right. someone's brother's gonna be. <laughs> you recognize somebody? Yeah. yeah. 
Darren's in it, so you know that's one already. So, okay. I mean, I'm in it for one shot, and he, I wasn't nice. cut, so yeah. no, no lines. <laughs> yeah. But you can pretty, say that's me. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Some guys playing some really bad like band practice. It's about a musician, and he wants to be the best kind of thing. Very. Um. Do you ever see any Paul Thomas Anderson movies? Like. No. Yeah, it's kind of a bit weird, but it's it's really good though. I really like it. Kind of yeah. thing. It's a bit unsettling. Like you watch it. And then, yeah, and they're playing this really bad gig and there's a crowd of like three or four people watching this gig and I'm just one of the crowd watching in the rain. Right. So that was my moment. So yeah. hopefully M. Night Shyamalan sees that. So. Yeah, you never know, right? <laughs> um, so The Visit, did you ever watch The Visit? Uh, it's the one where the grandkids go to the grandparents' house and they're staying there for like a weekend or a week. Yeah, it sounds super familiar. He was Who's a producer it? on it, M. Night Shyamalan. Oh. There's, there's no like significant names attached yeah. to it other than him. Oh, okay. Um, but that The Visit and then Split. He mortgaged his house. Oh, really? For to, Split as well? To pay for it. Jeez, that's So he crazy. didn't go to the studio to get studio money. He ended up selling it to the studio. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Wow. Even for Split. He was trying After to... doing all those amazing films and then you still have to sell, mortgage your own house to... Well, he... I think he had a hard time selling anything. Yeah. Uh, just because, like... What was the one with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, yeah. The one with the plans for yeah. that. That was terrible. Yeah. That was bad, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then it didn't do very well. The last um, oh the one with him after Earth or something with Will Smith's kid was did he do a film with him or something or didn't no he did Last Airbender oh last oh that was it yeah and then he also did the other one with Will Smith too oh. and his son yeah what's that called and that one didn't I didn't even see it yeah right? yeah yeah. I didn't hear good things. No. So I guess that's it. Like, it doesn't matter if you made The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. If you make a bad movie, your stock goes down. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but I, what I wanted to say was um, the thing I love what you're doing with the film festival is like Chilliwack, it's terrible for what movies are available to go see in the theater because uh, you can have access pretty much to anything yeah, online yeah. nowadays. But we won't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but even just like through like Netflix or oh, iTunes, yeah, no, right? You can true, yeah. you can easily kind of takes find away what you from want. the movie experience kind of thing. Exactly. So. There's something special about going to the movie theater, sitting with a bunch of people watching a movie for the yeah. first time. Um, but like you know, you go to Cottonwood or you go to um, Cineplex, you're gonna see like uh, Fast and the Furious number nineteen yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You Transformers know. twelve or something. Yeah. yeah. And those independent movies, they usually don't uh, make the slate because they don't trust that it'll make any money yeah, for them. Which is a shame. But so. it's cool that you have a whole weekend where you go. Yeah, you're yeah, not going to see fill. these films anywhere else, really. Yeah. Especially not in the Fraser Valley. So, And a big kind of draw, hopefully, was I didn't want to just have people come watch these films and then, you know, go off home kind of thing. I want to actually have people stay there and talk about the films and have a discussion because so many of the films have like really important topics and really moving stories. And that's why we have, we have a really big drive on having the filmmakers actually there in attendance. Yeah. And we do the Q and A's after each screening. So that's so cool. So that'd be cool. So like, yeah, they're not going to, you're not going to see Tarantino there, but it's still like these guys who literally, but at one point Tarantino would have been there, right? Yeah, exactly. Back in the day. Exactly. That's yeah. it. Like last year we had a film called raw, which is actually now called delinquent, which is confusing, but they changed it, but they came and they won a couple of awards and really lovely guys. And, uh, and then, yeah, they just literally after the festival, not, just because of the festival, but I think it did help having like, you know, they were screening and they were really lovely, but they got like Canadian distribution and yeah. And then he, that guy was in Toronto, the filmmaker lab this year, which is like a massive lab, like they mm -hmm. picked 10 of the best filmmakers in Canada and he was there. So wow. he'll be watch his next film and he'll probably be nominated for an Oscar or something. So it's cool that we, well, he's yeah, coming he, this he year was here well. at, yeah. Yeah, at one point. Here's yeah, this guy, exactly. up and coming filmmaker. Super cool. That's awesome. And then, yeah, we got the big one this year, probably our kind of like one of the coops was uh, Thunder Road. Like if you have like your finger to the pulse for like independent films, Thunder Road's like one of the biggest ones. It's about like a, a police officer. It's an American film about a police officer whose mother passes away and he's at, at her funeral. And just like, it's kind of like a really dark comedy. It's just a bit bizarre, but it's just a wonderful film. And it's very similar to, a, you, did you ever see Whiplash? Or yep. That director, Damien Chazelle, he made a short film. He made Whiplash but as a short film, One Sundance. And then they kind of made that into a feature film. And look at him now. Right. And this director did the same thing. Thunder Road was like a short film that won South by Southwest. They wow. made it into a feature film, which won South by Southwest again. That's crazy. That was just in January. And yeah, and they're like having distribution now. And if you want to see it in BC, you'll have to see it at the Chilliwack Independent Film Festival, which is super cool. So. Yeah, like there's nowhere else that you're no? going to be no. able to go to. So that'd be fun. Yeah. So, and see two years time he'll be winning oscars as well so it'd be nice that we kind of get <laughs> <laughs> oh for sure the fact that he's already won south by southwest exactly, twice, yeah. like, which is 
it's crazy how that's become such a big film festival, oh, yeah. which never was intended to start as a film festival. Uh, yeah, they do everything, don't they? I think yeah. music. It was games. more of a technology thing at the oh. beginning, and then it just. Uh, so Tim McAlpine, he uh, he goes to South by Southwest every year. Yeah, that's cool. It's that's his like one thing that he has to do every year. Really? Yeah, and he's been going there for years. So. He, he obviously loves it then. Loves it. Yeah. And then like. Uh, he, he got to go, I don't know if he'll be happy that I'm telling this, but he got to go, uh, see, uh, the panel for sausage party with, uh, like Seth, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, they showed the film, yeah. um, but it wasn't completely ready. So there was parts where it was just like wireframed or just like sketched, oh. but the voices were there. Yeah. And so it would go from like the actual film to like the just the wireframe animation to just the sketch of the animation. It's really weird, isn't it? Yeah. So, cool. But he thought it was cool. Yeah. Like you got to see it before anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then he saw uh, Ready Player One, the world premiere. Oh, wow. And that, that was at South by Southwest. And that was at South. And mm. so um, Film Ends and uh, Steven Spielberg yeah. came out. And wow. He was like, got to see Steven Spielberg on the stage. Wow. And like, talk about a guy that's like inspired who knows how many people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like a filmmaking is. god, basically. And oh yeah, wow. But yeah, it's cool about South by Southwest. And then you've got that guy coming, like yeah, here. Yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, uh, I don't know if you're yeah. here. He's, but his film, at least, his is film here. is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. So he's a very talented guy. And this, and then it's cool that we can we can show that on the Sunday and on the Saturday we have a feature film which is equally as great, just shot entirely in Chilliwack. You know, so yeah. Because that's another big drive. You don't want to just kind of like have people come here and it's like, oh, you're here for the weekend. You go. You want like filmmakers to kind of come here and shoot their films in Chilliwack. Yeah. It's so beautiful. There's not many bad oh, places. Insane. So. Yeah. There's a reason like why we have so much uh, film in BC though is because of that look and, yeah, and style. Yeah. It's just stunning. And not even just to like just in BC but just not to keep taking back to it but just Chilliwack, you know, it's just so stunning. I love oh. the looks of it. So Yeah. That's why I live here not Abbotsford or, you know, not or Vancouver or something. You know, I can't I go to the shops or go to work and it's just 360 mountains around you and mm -hmm. you have like downtown so iconic as well so i would love to see a movie shot facing east on wellington um because if you shoot it just right you can see mount shem oh, yeah. in the range behind and uh it, it looks so cool yeah. you got the clock tower there yeah and, yeah that'd be beautiful well, that could be your short film or the next one yeah yeah well i do have um the girls that i shot uh all about them books it was a music parody of uh, megan trainer's uh all about the bass oh yeah um we shot a all about them books yeah. which was for the bookman and uh i honestly i've never listened to so much megan trainer in my life <laughs> but uh <laughs> uh they want to do a back to the future uh oh, parody that'd be cool yeah and so we've been talking about the idea of uh you know shooting underneath the, the clock yeah, tower yeah and, yeah at night so, time and yeah so we so, don't know how it'll yeah. all work but <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a tough one to recreate but yeah but even if you just have the clock tower back yeah. there you know put a little uh, lightning and yeah, thunder yeah. in and post and... after effects it's all good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> andrew kramer he's my uh yeah. my after effects do you have you watched any andrew kramer stuff he's on youtube or yeah, yeah and he's like um if video I... video co-pilot oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're so good yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why we're so lucky as well nowadays, because it's just, if you want to figure something out, it's just there. Yeah. Like a click away kind of thing. So it's no excuse, really. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about what you're doing nowadays, like other than this film festival. Um, uh, yeah, my, my day job is a video editor in Abbotsford. <laughs> yeah. Saying about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, at a place called Drumio. Yeah. They're kind of like a music online education company. So they're kind of like the Coca-Cola of uh, if you want to learn drums. That's where to go, really. So they they done really well. It's like a local guy, Jared Folk. I think they've got about thirty employees now, and yeah. they've grown like significantly over the last ten years. But yeah, they just basically, if you want to learn a musical instrument, it's kind of like have you ever done the online masterclasses? Like Scorsese has one. I keep wanting to sign up. Yeah. Um, there's a podcast I listen to called My Brother, My Brother, and and Me. And they there's for the longest time they kept talking about Steve Martin's masterclass oh, yeah. and everything you could learn from Steve. Uh, and then I, I would then I would go and watch like the teasers for it and like it's like Ron Howard's like yeah he's on there yeah so I, I, I want to but uh, I just haven't done it yet. There's so many on there I think at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so that's basically what you guys do. That's for... basically that, but for musical instruments, yeah. So I mean, I'm terrible with uh, drummers and musicians in general, but like 
if if he's a famous drummer, he's probably been on Drumio to teach drums, which is cool. Like we had Michael Jackson's drummer in a couple months ago called Steve, uh, Stephen Jonathan Moffat, yeah, which is crazy. He's like he's drummed for Michael Jackson, for Madonna, for all these massive names, and That's he just came to, came to Abbotsford and yeah. taught like just a course and yeah, <laughs> yeah, just playing away. And so you guys have like a studio set up yeah, and they everything. Have, there? Uh, two studios actually, so it's yeah. really cool. And then they also do like piano and guitar. So I do mainly the piano kind of stuff. We all have our own things. Yeah, and I, I understand the piano a bit more. Right. drums are a bit like too much you know limbs everywhere and <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no idea yeah but no, it's really nice though so that's what i do for a day job monday to friday yeah and then just try and finish the uh like flight of the dodo the short films and the film festival and after flight of the dodo i'd like to make another short film funnily enough with cliff again so yeah if he's listening i haven't forgot him <laughs> yeah. so what's that are, are you at liberty to say yet yeah yes yeah, so it's a short film very different from flight of the dodo it's kind of about the kind of synopsis is about a stranger from far, far away finds himself stranded in a small town nestled amongst the mountains. So it's very kind of a, have you ever seen Under the Skin or? No. Nope. Yeah, super kind of like atmospheric, very kind of borderline sci-fi. It's kind of like implied this guy isn't human. Okay. You know, he's just kind of finds himself in a small town. What's he doing? He's a strange dude, which, you know, I think Cliff would be <laughs> a good fit He for. could play it. He yeah. could play I it. I think he yeah. could handle it. Yeah. So and and again, I just want to showcase like the first scenes. I wrote it. I wrote it specifically for like Chilliwack Lake. So we'll figure out the logistics there. Nice. <laughs> be nice. Yeah. Well, uh, if you need help with it, I want. I'd yeah, love definitely. to just come and check fun. it out. Um, your flight of the Dodo. What did you uh, shoot that on? What was uh, that? An Ari, actually, an Ari yeah. Alexa. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get to do that every day. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures of it, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, like, that's that was quite that was, the setup. That was something. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from like when I would shoot things on these like the old kind of standard def Panasonic cameras, and then I got my next kind of Panasonic camera, which oh wow, it was 1080, and then two years later, it was everyone shooting 4K on an iPhone. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's insane. And like stuff you can shoot on iPhone, like that's the one thing that bugs me with today is people think they need the greatest gear in order to shoot something when in fact they keep, chances are you have it in your pocket already. (laughs) Yeah, so true, yeah. Right? Get something to steady it, like, you know, make it as smooth as you can. That's it. Yeah, just, yeah. Maybe Um, get a something for audio. Yeah, audio is probably almost the biggest one, I think. Yeah. Like it's amazing. That's I think you can make you can shoot a film on your phone and you can look almost a little bit choppy. But if the story's engaging, audiences don't care. But if the audio's bad, yeah. So just buy like a hundred buck Rode microphone. You're good to go, really. Shoot oh, on a phone. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. look better than my first films and maybe yours as well. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember shooting on. Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was now. It was like old Canon DV tape, mini oh, DV yeah, tape. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, cool. got and, boxed them back home in England. Just like oh yeah, I've got like somewhere up in my office here. It's I've got a little library of them. I I, I think I got rid of a bunch recently just because I already have them on yeah. oh, hard nice. drive backed yeah. up, and so I'm like, why do I have the tape? I don't even think I have something to like play the tape <laughs> yeah. on anymore. I mean, if you don't have the camera anymore, it's like, what can you play that with? Yeah, well, it's just crazy. Like back in the day, you had to you recorded onto that mini DV tape. Yeah. And then you hook it up to your computer with a firewire cable yeah, yeah. and you had to play it back like minute for minute to like dump Crazy. it onto your hard drive. Yeah. Whereas now like you put it onto a card and a couple minutes later you've it's got like there. 16 gigs of like, <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. It's so much nicer now though. Oh yeah. 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 It was, it was a cool experience to use the Ari then because, and especially like talking all digital, like, I really love like that kind of film look, you know, like probably the two of my favorite films for like actual looks are Taxi Driver and Pulp Fiction, I just love that look of film and that kind of saturation. And probably the Arielex, the closest at the moment to, yeah, you know, looking like a film. Yeah, and obviously it's not logical for like a an independent short film to actually shoot on film. Yeah, just so expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so expensive. Even though maybe one day that'd be nice. Oh, it'd be cool just to like guys like Christopher Nolan, how they're still mm-hmm. and Tarantino still trying to make sure that film doesn't die away. Oh yeah, which I think is so important. Yeah, I got to see actually, uh, you know, the hateful way when he projected that seventy mil. I got to see it. That was very. I don't know if they had it over here as well. They must have like yeah, Vancouver. There was one one theater in Vancouver that really? had it. Yeah, yeah so that's cool. But yeah, I got to see the one. There was like one in London, really. So that was yeah. brilliant, and it just looked amazing. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah, and like talking like the landscape and everything in those shots, and like yeah, it we was have just, that here in Chilliwack as well. <laughs> it's it's yeah. true. Like it's there is that look of for that cowboy film, yeah. but um, just having the backdrop that we have here is Stunning. it's insane. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see that on like 35 mil or 70 mil or something. That'd be cool. Oh, it'd be so cool. But I mean, I settled for the Alexa this time. so <laughs> It looks all right, though, hopefully. So what uh, what movie have you watched recently that uh, you'd highly recommend to somebody? 
Uh, that's a good question. I'm so kind of like in that rabbit hole of the film festival. and because we have Well, I'm sure you've watched a ton through yeah, uh, yeah, all we, the submissions. Yeah, we had 170 submissions. So it's quite, you know, so last year we had 100. So it's nice that we kind of already one year later, we kind of grew by 50% that way. Yeah. So yeah, 170. And it's not like you didn't get like 170 full feature submissions, right? No, no, like, so people don't like freak out and go like, what yeah. What have you done with your life in the last year? Yeah. Um, it's tough on the volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> well, Darren Blakeborough uh, and Ian, both yeah. on the Creative Commission, they, uh, they, they help you out with watching it. Oh yeah, it they're and, a massive part of it. In yeah. fact, Ian actually made the point that maybe next year we should have like certain categories. So one person does documentaries, one person does another one, which is probably smart because it's already 170 films is... Yeah, it's a lot of time. So it's, but it's a variety of like shorts oh, yeah. and music videos, and yeah, I think if I look online, it will say it actually says like how many hours it is. But I think it was a good kind of like 40, 50 hours of uh, <laughs> films. But I think we had like thirty feature films submit. Short films are the predominant kind of bread and butter. We have like they're kind of easier to make. Mm-hmm. Probably about seventy. Well, it must be more than that, but just short films, documentary, music videos as well. Yeah, had quite a few animations this year, which is really cool. That's cool. So we have about two or three of them in the festival. So. Yeah be fun so aside from that is aside there any movies you've watched uh, that uh i saw first man that was really good okay have you seen that that's or with uh ryan, ryan gosling yeah. yeah about uh his name wrong neil armstrong is it neil armstrong? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. First, man first, first man in the movie. i should know that yeah. yeah um i had one friend that posted a picture of like ryan gosling's like blank stare that he always gives <laughs> on camera yeah and he's like, if you wanted to have Ryan Gosling stare at you blankly for two hours, <laughs> yeah. go see First Man. <laughs> yeah, he does do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very kind of stoic and like there's none of that Ryan Gosling charm. He's just him just being kind of reserved and yeah. blank stares for two hours. But it was, the production design was amazing. It was it was a really good film. I wasn't a huge fan of some of the camera choices. They on purpose degraded everything and made it look almost like it was shot in the sixties, which is cool. Right. But a lot of the time, the actors would kind of go out of focus on purpose. Right. And I kind of like to see people. I don't want to. I don't right. Want to, For sure. Know. But I mean, it's still amazing. And the actual moon land in itself, not to like, I mean, it's not spoiling. Everyone knows he makes it. <laughs> that would be interesting if he didn't in the film. Oh, yeah. Just but, totally changed yeah. history. <laughs> yeah. But the actual moon landing was probably the best moon landing I've ever seen in film. So. Yeah. It looks, you really feel like you're there. So. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good director. Um. Have you seen the Ryan Gosling the cereal video where the guy's trying to like feed him cereal? <laughs> no, I haven't, you haven't I've seen heard that. Of that. <laughs> yeah. He takes like all these different movie clips of like Ryan Gosling. Oh, and I have you, seen. And then the spoon with the cereal on it, he's <laughs> trying to feed. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> and he yeah. like covers his mouth yeah. and yeah. <laughs> he thinks of that. And then that guy, he passed away. The, the guy, guy died. The guy who made the video. Oh, really? Like, yeah. And so Ryan Gosling ended up like doing like a little dedication thing to that wow. guy. So I thought it was cool. Ryan Gosling's a good, uh, good Canadian. Kid. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he's a good actor as well. I really like him. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Blank stare aside. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one movie I've been recommending to people right now though is, um, oh, what's it called again? Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh yeah, Takaki Taki. Oh, I can't say his name. Yeah, he's on Deadpool too, the little yeah. kid, and then um, the guy who played. Uh, it was in Jurassic Park. He was in it? Jurassic yeah. Park. Sam Neill, I think. Yeah, name. Sam Neill. Yeah. And uh, it took me a couple of minutes to recognize yeah. him with like the beard, and he looks quite a bit older. And so good? I didn't even know he was in it at first. And what was that about? It's um, a kid gets. Uh, he's a foster kid, and so he goes to a new family in New Zealand, and it's out there, and uh, it's it's a funny movie. Yeah. And uh, so like the the lady from the foster care, she's listing off the reason why he won't, uh, this kid can't stay anywhere. It's because he like, he steals, he does graffiti, um, he swears, he spits. And so they're like cutting to like all this stuff that yeah. he's doing and uh, he vandalizes. And anyways, this woman's just like a sweetheart and she takes him in and uh, she ends up passing away like days after mm. he's there. And so he's stuck with, Sam Neill, who's yeah. this like grumpy old guy, yeah. and they go off in the bush to hunt, and uh, the story just gets crazier from really there. Really nice. I'll yeah. have to check it out. I heard about. It. He's a really good director. That guy. Yeah. He did the Thor Ragnarok? If you ever saw right. that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which I for suit like I've I'm a huge comic book nerd, uh, but I get so tired of superhero movies. Yeah. And that was a, a refreshing superhero movie. Yeah, there's a few yeah. of them, isn't there? <laughs> so. Yeah. That was really good. It was very different and had real good, like, tongue-in-cheek humor and everything, so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Kevin Smith, who big nerd, um, he he's directed a few uh, independent yeah. movies. He he got started with Clerks, Clubs, yeah. You know, yeah. sold his comic book collection so that he could pay for yeah, the film to to be able to. Like, so he had to do yeah. it on film back in the yeah. day. Anyways, um, he was doing a podcast, and Kevin Smith is the reason I started podcasting. Oh, really? Yeah, because nice. he's got his whole Smodcast network, oh. and uh, he was talking on his podcast about. Thor and how they've really screwed it up in the Marvel universe and um, that they needed to, uh, you know, have Thor, they kind of get humbled, like yeah. that you're not the greatest guy in the universe, uh, you know, lose the hammer. And like yeah. he just listed off like how they've screwed up uh, Thor in, in the Marvel universe. And uh, oh, I'm blanking on names today. Who plays Thor? What's his name again? Is it Chris Hemsworth? Is it Chris him? Hemsworth, yeah. <laughs> like the Hemsworth he books. heard the podcast. Yeah. And so he went to the producers and oh. said, look at guys, like, listen to this. He's right. Like, we're not doing a good job. Oh. And so that's the reason for, like, cutting his hair and getting destroyed and, you know. That's uh, really cool. Though. Yeah. So that's kind of the rebirth of Thor. I'm surprised they didn't ask Kevin Smith to direct it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, like, I love Kevin Smith. I really do. I don't know how good of a that great of a director yeah. he is. Uh, maybe for the indie stuff he's great like mall rats i love oh, yeah, mall rats great, yeah. and uh um jay and silent bob yeah, right yeah, like great characters some, uh, but i saw that one he made a really different red state or something i don't know if you ever right. saw that no i haven't seen that it yet that was pretty good yeah but yeah he doesn't have but a, that's like the real indie feel yeah, to it right yeah yeah that would be quite a thing to throw thor on him and be like here he's like a hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah but he does like a bunch of uh tv shows like he's done the flash oh i see oh. and uh supergirl he directs quite a bit i don't think he's done green arrow which is like these those are all like superhero shows that are all filmed in vancouver mm. so he comes up to vancouver and directs up here yeah, and i think when the rio was having their issues he was a real big supporter of that he had a comedy night oh, like a stand-up he? night oh, wow. at i heard the rio. he wanted to do it but he actually did it then yeah nice. and yeah. just to help raise money to oh. save it and it's saved so yeah it's still which is i'm so glad it is because it, it's one of the things that uh i've learned about was these small independent like historic theaters yeah we're losing them and we shouldn't be like oh definitely not that's why it's so nice to have the cottonwood and to be able to go there and support them as well, because it's all good having cineplexes. But you know, like we were saying earlier, you you're just going to see superhero films or Transformers, whatever there, or the odd animated family friendly movie about a squirrel. But you're not going to see anything else, and it feels a bit you know soulless as well sometimes. Those big big time brands. So yeah, like the Rio is so iconic as well. And oh, for sure, I like having beer in a theater. <laughs> so it's nice. Yeah. Uh, if you ever get a chance when you're like, if you go down to Austin, um, they have my favorite theater chain that I've ever been to, um, which I'm not a big fan of chains. I love yeah. local. I love independent, but, uh, they've got, um, these theaters that, uh, they, they serve beer and dinner and wine and drinks like directly to your seat oh, nice. throughout the whole movie. So anytime you want to uh, order another beer or, or yeah, if you order popcorn, they bring it in a metal bowl oh. and say you and your friend or girlfriend devour through it. Yeah. And uh, you just put the bowl up on with like a little white uh, piece <laughs> of paper and they come back and refill your popcorn wow. for you. And uh, yeah, it's uh, the the draft house is what it's the called. Draft house, nice. Yeah. And uh, they've actually, in Austin, downtown Austin, they've got one of the oldest movie theaters still functioning um, in all of America. Wow. And it's cool. It's a two-screen two theater. And uh, I actually got to watch uh, Back to the Future, 35-millimeter uh, uh -huh. print of Back to the wow. Future. it's a good film to watch at that, the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. And the fact that it was uh, like an old, like yeah. an actual film like not digital. Oh yeah. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah. So Again, I got a little it's a whole different in. experiences in it. So yeah, I think when that, t that time I was down there, I went, went to that theater every, really? every day I was nice. there. And then I, the last time I was down, I, Tim and I almost went there every day too. We saw Lady Bird in oh, the draft yeah. house. Yeah. That's what the, one of the few ones I haven't seen that recently. Oh really? Yeah. Sa Saucy Ronan or how yeah. do you say her name? Was it good or? Uh, I, we both really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's different. Uh, it's a little bit slower. But uh, fantastic. Independent films, though. <laughs> <laughs> People think that, though, like, and it's it's not necessarily always no, I, true, right? That's but, true, yeah. I mean, I like I always say that just to, to gear people up that are used to that kind of superhero kind of 
yeah. pace kind of thing. So I'm just like, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be quite like that. We have a film actually open in the festival called Hurry Slowly, which is a Norwegian feature film, and it's honestly looks absolutely beautiful, beautifully acted. It should be in like Sundance or something. So I don't know how we've got in there first, but I'm, <laughs> I'm happy about it. That's awesome. But like, it's kind of like from its name, it's kind of like a slower paced film, but it's just fascinating. You can't take your eyes off it. Yeah. So like if you if you kind of have the patience for it and everything, it'll be a really wonderful experience. So hurry slowly. Hurry slowly. Yeah. Okay. And that what uh, what day will that be? Uh, Saturday on the Saturday. Yeah, it opens the festival, so that'll be fun. So you've got everything all scheduled for uh, that yes, weekend. All in the website, so everything's scheduled, kind of. So where where's the website? Uh, just www.ciff.ca. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, where can they people follow you online for? Uh, yeah, they can just go on our Facebook page. Probably is one of the big ones, like just uh, forward slash Chilliwack Independent Film Festival. Yeah. And we're on like Twitter, Instagram as well. Always doing the hashtag around Chilliwack. Yes. So. Yeah. You've <laughs> been a big uh, supporter <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah. Well, you're doing such a great job, man. Yeah. Thank oh, you so thanks. much for having me on here today. Yeah. It's been good. And now you are also, uh, you're part of the uh, creative commission with uh, Chilliwack Econo- Economic Partners Corporation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Been, Sounds really fancy, it doesn't, does, it? doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, You've, we should uh, get like a business card or something. Yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have uh, that on the top and then creative commission and yeah. our name underneath. You have to yeah. write in your name. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, I'm glad that I'm on there and to be with like you guys and you, Darren, Ian, everyone, and like Nettie. It's just so nice to have a kind of a board or a committee that's so focused on just bringing creative arts to the kind of the public and supporting yeah. them. They're a huge advocate of the festival and they make it possible because... You know, I, we can't afford to do it all ourselves, yeah. kind of thing. Well, I'm so glad that they just recognized not just last year because they they helped you out last year with getting all set up and oh, everything. Oh yeah, massive, yeah. Um, but within the last year, that they realized, like, okay, Taras is here. He's a Chilliwack guy now. Um, I like am, you're, nice, and yeah. you're a Canadian <laughs> resident. Canadian, yeah. <laughs> But it just made sense, right? Like, I was so glad that they yeah, were like, really, yeah, let's get them on. And so it's, it was a real honor. So, yeah, it was Yeah, fun. we're excited to have you there. And it's uh, fun to kind of, we got Pecha Kucha on Thursday. So, yeah, so Pecha Kucha, if people don't know what that is, um, we've got eight different speakers coming uh, November 1st. And each speaker gets 20 slides, 20 seconds each. And so, if you don't like a speaker and you're <laughs> bored of what they're saying, just wait a couple minutes and then we'll have a new one on there. Uh, but you did it last year. I did, yeah. And how'd you, how'd you find that experience? Yeah, it was nerve-wracking, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. This is a bit more kind of like casual. I like this, but it's fine. Plus, there's a beer. You can just drink and chill. Yeah. But, well, see, when Darren Blakebro does his talks, he just brings his beer up with him. Oh, yeah. That's true. I should have done that. <laughs> so, yeah. But you didn't know that, though. <laughs> no. Yeah. But like in front of 100 people and just having that kind of the slides kind of going in the background, that timing thing. But it was a really great experience. And you learn so much from the community. And there's some great speakers, not including myself. So <laughs> it was really fun. Have you done one yet? Or I did one uh, the first year. We did it at uh, UFV. Oh, and, how, how did uh, you find it? Uh, Nerve wracking. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And but we were in the um, in the First Nations uh, assembly area, and so it was like 360. People were sitting like all the oh, way wow. around, mm-hmm. and then you had two screens, one on each side. So I always want to look at people when yeah. I'm talking and. So you had to like walk around and like turn around and like dizzy be by the end of it kind of thing. Yeah, and so it was a little nerve wracking because you're always like constantly thinking like, oh, I haven't looked at this side and I haven't yeah. looked at that side, and and then I did uh, I did video, and so because it's supposed to be a still. Yeah. <laughs> so I did twenty different uh, twenty different slides. They're twenty seconds each, so they were but they were twenty seconds of video for each one. Oh wow! And uh, Tim he after Tim McAlpine does all the slides for it all. He does he everything said, pretty much in Shallow. <laughs> yeah. Chances are he does. Yeah. He does yes. And uh, he uh, he put a, a kibosh on uh, video no for more. it. Yeah, because <laughs> it was just the file size was ridiculous. Yeah. And he's like, nope, just still ads. You can't, or still slides. You can't do video yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so you just ruined that for everyone. Now. I did. Yeah. I just messed everyone over. <laughs> no, I'd like to see it though. What was yours on? Um, now you're quizzing me. Uh, I, I talked uh, a bit about uh, um, how I got started and what's, why I do what I do. Nice. Yeah. And so I talked uh, just about uh, how I started my film advertising business and what, uh, what drove me to get there and then what drives me today. And Sweet. So, yeah. And then I kind of used that a little bit when I spoke at uh, Creative Chilliwack uh, a few months ago. It's more than that now. But uh, yeah. And that's the other thing with, uh, we have a thing called Creative Chilliwack every third Thursday. Or no, not Creative Chilliwack. It's called uh, Creative, Creative Thursday. Thursday yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
a mess and everything. It's a lot of names for everything, but yeah. it's hard to keep track. <laughs> <laughs> but every third Thursday, uh, we have a uh, an event that usually happens at Cowork Chilliwack. Sometimes locations Tim change. Tim McAlpine again. <laughs> Tim McAlpine, yep. And uh, Tressie spoke there recently. Uh, yeah, yeah, and last week. Yeah, so that yeah. was good fun. So How'd you like it? Yeah, I don't mind. That was not not quite as many as 100 people, so it was a yeah. bit easier. And I, such a gorgeous little theater, oh, huh? Yeah, so great, yeah, and the lights. And he's got all the videos set up there as well now, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's turned in, even just over the last year, that whole space has just really transformed into something. So yeah, it's, if you want to, like, do anything or, you know, just any business kind of thing, you should just go to the co-work Chilliwack. Mm-hmm. And he's so accommodating as well, so that's really great. Yeah, there's hot desks and private offices and you can rent the theater space yeah. for the day and which is beautiful yeah and you can now he's got like cameras in there that yeah. he can record so you have yeah. a <laughs> yeah. recorded Honor session yeah. that i don't know if you're gonna let us ever watch it yeah, I, mean, uh, I think he shared it actually i think he just shared it online did he just like yeah. post it he without just, you he, he asked me and i was like oh, just do it i'm not gonna watch it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the thing i recorded my my uh third thursday one and i haven't gone back no. to watch it yeah yet. Like, even with this, I don't enjoy listening to the sound of my voice. <laughs> yeah. You've got a good voice, though, you know. Uh, I uh, I like to uh, do different voices. Actually, we're <laughs> we're on 89.5 The Drive, Tim and I, and uh, we're promoting uh, the Pecha Kucha night. Yeah. And while we're waiting for our turn on the air, there's a song playing and stuff. And uh, I look at Tim and Glenn. Glenn's the host on yeah. And uh, Glenn's also on the creative commission. And I just look at them and I'm like, I'm going to do a voice when when we go on the air. And Glenn's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And Tim and I, we're we're friends. We've known each other for quite a while now. And so he kind of knows that I'm a little bit quirky about stuff. (laughs) But he didn't think anything of it. And it was so funny, though, because uh, we get on the air and Glenn starts talking about the ticket prices. And he's like saying, well, how much are they? And I just go, oh, they're the most expensive <laughs> tickets in the world. They're so expensive. And I get this look from Tim like, what What are you doing? <laughs> no one's going to come. <laughs> and Glenn's just laughing. He doesn't care. But and then Tim kind of took over after that. He wouldn't let me talk anymore. <laughs> what was the voice based on? I was just doing like a, a Jewish, old Jewish guy voice. <laughs> oh, they're, they're so expensive. <laughs> they're going to break the bank. <laughs> Charlotte's been watching Friends reruns, and you sound like a uh, Joey's agent a little bit. Is it Adele? Oh yeah, the, yeah, the smoker. <laughs> smoke yeah, one, she's yeah. probably Jewish, though. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty. Should clarify that it's actually free the event. Oh yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, <laughs> we should tell people. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not expensive at all. Yeah, uh, yeah Tim got Just on there really up. quick. And, yeah, no, it's um, if you go to Eventbrite and look up uh, creative uh, Chilliwack creative. Creative Chilliwack, you'll yeah. you'll find it. <laughs> but no more radio for you. Well, no, Glenn wants to be back. I don't think Tim wants to go with <laughs> <Yeah>. me though. <laughs> you should just do a whole podcast with that voice. Ah, uh, I think it would. Uh, I think it would destroy my throat if I did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to do. Um, did you ever listen to Jerky Boys? No, no. Oh, they they put out um, CDs. This is like back in the day when like Adam Sandler was putting out albums like oh, of oh, all yeah. of his craziness. And they would do uh, prank phone calls with different voices. And uh, that's when I just started like yeah. messing around with stuff like that. Just we would kill ourselves laughing, listening to those. And then we try them ourselves, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> would you ever do like acting in front of the camera as well then? Uh, I've done some acting. Um, the one thing I find with myself is I'm... Uh, I've got a different style of humor than pretty much most people I know. So the things that make me laugh don't necessarily make everyone else laugh. Uh, but uh, I've done some acting as well with, uh, I was in a play uh, here in oh, Chilliwack nice. a few years ago. Uh, I do that again, but it was just the time commitment was so yeah, huge. Yeah, rehearsals, I imagine. And- yeah, and then just with, I had babies in the house, so I it was... Uh, you know, missing uh, bedtimes and stuff like yeah. that, leaving that on my wife. It was just too much work. Was that a UFE or? Uh, no, it was with the Chilliwack Players Guild. Oh, okay, and, nice. And uh, we did the play at the Cultural Center. And uh, Do you feel nervous before a play or? Yeah. So I also had to, uh, I was uh, on the witness stand. It was a uh, witness for the prosecution. And uh, it was, uh, I was on the witness stand and I had to do a British accent <laughs> oh, <really>? with a stutter. <laughs> And uh, people people thought that I was actually special oh, wow. needs. 
So I don't know if that's like the legitimacy of, <laughs> or that uh, maybe that's just how I am every day. I don't know. Oh, they've got him in as a part of a play. And, yeah. Know. And so I, like I was only, like I was only on there for a couple minutes. Yeah. Like it was only one scene and yeah. But I mean, it was fun. A, I guess the kind of the good thing and the bad thing about plays are that that, that moment's gone now in history. Unless yeah. that's, unless you recorded that one. And that's I somewhere. think there's a recording somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I've never <laughs> seen it. That, so yeah. yeah. And then I had uh, you know friends and family come out and stuff and yeah, watch. Nice. You know they sit through this two hour play for my uh, <laughs> three minutes of uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like cheering, yay! Yeah, they yeah. speak to you in a British accent with a stutter afterwards. Then or no, no. But I had like even in the there was a review online from the newspaper, I think. And then there's a couple other things that people were posting, just saying like, "What's with the?" <laughs> Yeah, but it was it wasn't even my idea. It was the director's idea. Yeah, she yeah. wanted me to, uh, she wanted me to do it. Janet Carroll, who was actually on, she was on a podcast with me. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Uh, she's heavily involved with uh, Chilliwack Players Guild and fantastic lady. Yeah, yeah, I need to check one of the plays out. Definitely. Yeah. Well, there's one coming up soon. Um, yeah, I think there is. I think it's actually the same weekend as the film festival. Oh, is it really? I think there's a few days beforehand. So I might yeah, they usually cover the two weekends. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to find a weekend when there's not something on in Chilliwack, which is really cool, but yeah. it's kind of like impossible. So unfortunately, things have to clash. But you can you can go and see a play and come to the film festival. Have there a you go. Cultured yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So. Why not? You know, have a have a glass of wine at the cultural <laughs> center and watch a play, and yeah. then you can go over to the film festival yeah. and have a glass of beer. Yeah. And... Yeah. Old Yale will be there, and we'll have beer in the last two blocks both days. So yeah, and then we'll be going pretty major leagues afterwards. So oh, there you go. Yeah. There's so major league is uh, one of our. Uh, our feature sponsors and yeah. uh, supporters for around Chilliwack. And oh, yeah. uh, they're, they're great. Tyler's great. Yeah. Oh, Tyler beverage is fantastic. I love the, la- the fact that his last name is beverage. And they, <laughs> I didn't they, know um, that his last name actually. I actually knew he was Tyler, the major leagues guy. So. Oh yeah. That's what most people know him as. <laughs> yeah. And then you hear that his last name is beverage and wow. you're like, wow, yeah, you own a pub. Born and, for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they just completely, uh, they've redone the flooring. They brought in all new furniture. Was it finished now? Um, 75% done. Mm. And so the other uh, section that they've been renovating, um, they're going to extend the bar. So it's going to be a nice, huge, long bar. Probably nice. the longest bar in Chilliwack. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. And then like 80 new seats and Jeez. new patio section too. This is where the liquor store used to be. Because I remember there was a liquor store attached to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They've knocked out the liquor store and it's going to be extension of the, the pub. Nice. That'd yeah. Fun. yeah. I mean, I love, I love the food there as well. Have you ever had the beef dip? Beef dip and uh, the roasted Brussels sprouts. Oh, yeah. They're really good. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. one of my favorites. So good. And then uh, wings are half price every day at happy hour. Yeah. Super reasonable. And their it? wings are good. So good. Yeah. And they've, I love their, I love craft beer. Like we've been discussing, we're drinking now, but <laughs> yeah. they have like a massive kind of menu of like 20 different craft beers. Tw- that 23. 23. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Can you tell I go there very often? <laughs> yeah. I, I was there yesterday. Yeah, I saw the Instagram. First time I ever had an old fashioned. Yeah. You like it? Fantastic. It's really good. And he yeah. made that, Tyler? Tyler did, yeah. Nice. We we uh, I had told him months ago that once this client deal was done, um, that I wanted to have an old-fashioned to celebrate. Nice. I was like, I'll, I'll sharpen up my skills. Nice. And so he yeah. made, made them for us last night, and they were good. Are you going to get them from now on then? or? Um, I don't know. I, I should look at the receipt, how much they cost. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been some places where I've looked, and like they, they can range from anywhere from like 8 to like 16 bucks yeah. for a glass. Yeah. So. Uh, I might learn how to make it myself yeah, at home. And, pretty smart, yeah. yeah it might they be a little cheaper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I loved it. It was great. If I was to have a cocktail, it would probably be, uh, you know, that or a Manhattan. Have you ever had a Manhattan? I, I have. Wasn't my, yeah. It was a no. little dry for me. So. Oh, see, yeah. And you like that, though? Yeah, you have to make it just right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, my parents have a massive alcohol cupboard back home, so that was just pretty much just experimenting. Yeah. That was a, yeah, pretty yeah. not a good thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I totally forgot to ask you, Taras. Where where's your go to place for lunch in Chilliwack? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, there's so many places, isn't there? Probably, I do love Major Leagues. Yeah, it's a great place to go. What do you have like a, a go to meal at Major Leagues? I do, I do. Char- Charlotte always tells me off my girlfriend. She's like, you should try something different. But I love the beef brisket. The thing with beef, like the beef dip, the beef dip. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem with the beef dips with most places you go there and like it normally it's just sliced kind of packaged beef. But at major leagues, you can tell it's like proper kind of like actual yeah. beef. Oh, it's it's so good, like melts in your mouth. Good. Yeah. You know? 
I do love that. And they're like, they have like a, I think a menu of, I think you corrected me earlier, but it's like, I thought it was like 20 different drinks, but how many? No, I didn't it? correct you. I, I yeah. added to it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, 23 craft beer taps. 23, yeah. So if you, if you want something to do on like a lunchtime, you've got 23 choices right there and a beef dip. You can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What no. about with you? Ah, see, I always like being able to ask other people this question because <laughs> yeah. then I don't have to answer <laughs> yeah. it myself. Um, Corky's is one of my, uh, my go-tos for lunch. Um, and Glenda who works there server, she always gets mad at me when I tell people this and it's because, uh, I like going there because it's not usually that busy for lunch <laughs> and I don't like telling people about it because I, I, I don't necessarily enjoy being around a, a lot of people and I, it's usually a working lunch. So I'll bring my laptop yeah. and hang out at Corky's and they have free Wi-Fi and. And Glenda, I've gotten to know Glenda too, and she's uh, just a fantastic lady. Yeah. You've said it now, though, so next time you go in, it's going to be packed. So. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. My, my giant audience. <laughs> what would you get there? Uh, my See, they've changed their menu so many times over the last few years. The reason I started going there for lunch was because they had a lamb burger. A lamb burger, nice. And I loved it. And, uh, mm. and I, I order uh, Matt's fries when I go there, and uh, Glenda knows what that means. Yeah. It, uh, what it means is, uh, uh, basically a garden salad with, uh, no dressing and I get uh, lime slices or lemon slices and extra jalapenos on it. Oh, nice. So nice. that's Matt's yeah. fries. I think I would just order fries. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's what, uh, when I go with other people, that's what they get. They, yeah. cause they do have some, like, they've got like the steak cut fries, like the big thick ones oh, nice. and people seem to really like those, um, but I, I usually get, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then they had a chorizo burger, a, a, a spicy chorizo burger. And I love that. And they got rid of that. Oh, and uh, now, I, I love chorizo. So yeah. Yeah. But European. I, major leagues I've started going to for lunch every now and then, uh, Tuesdays they have uh, $1 tacos Oh, nice. And then uh, $10 pizza, which there's yeah. no way I can eat it by myself. Like it's a two person. Uh... Oh, I, I don't know. I, I give it a go. <laughs> you give it a try. go? Yeah. <laughs> Actually talking about chorizo, the, they do a chorizo pizza there. Yeah, they do a that. spicy yeah. one. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And they do a, the one that I've tried that I really like. Um, well, I've liked all of them, but um, the uh, avocado prosciutto oh, pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Charlotte got that. That was a bit more up her street, but I, I, I really liked it though. You don't think of pizza major leagues, but it's really good. I think they make it all there fresh. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then like other guilty pleasures, uh, noodle box or noodle canteen. Oh yeah, there's that down by uh, Savons. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I I like going there. And then we went and had uh, lunch at Harvest. It's never you can never go wrong. Oh yeah. But uh, probably at least once a week I'm in it is uh, multi pack foods, which is behind the post office. Multi pack foods. Yeah, it's a it's an old German deli. And uh, they do everything from like smoked meats and cheeses and uh, you can pick up, you know, your uh, your ground beef or your pork shoulders or whatever you want. Uh, And then you want to make a charcuterie board. I can never say the word right. I have no idea. Um, They've got so many different selections of meats and cheeses. Wow. Oh, sorry. Where Um, is that then? uh, They're just behind uh, the post office, uh, the old Paramount uh, parking lot just back there and oh. uh i can't remember the name of the street right now and maybe victoria okay. i want to say yeah, and I'll now victoria now and uh yeah they do soups and sandwiches for lunch so you can get uh a five dollar sandwich and it's it's a big sandwich yeah, like it's yeah. the real deal that's good and get your your choice of meat and cheese on it and all the fixings and then they do a fresh soup every day like sometimes it's goulash and other days it's uh, chicken noodle and nice yeah can and you sit in there or do you, is it to go? It's to go. Nice. Yeah. 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 Cool. But, so that's why I love Chilliwax, learning new places already. So Yeah. But that's, uh, it's not uncommon that you wouldn't see uh, like Paul Henderson from The Progress. Oh, He's yeah. in there often. And yeah. uh, you'll, chances are you'll see a few other people yeah. that you might know in there. I have to check that out. Yeah. And it's just, you're in and out in 10 minutes, depending on how busy it is. But uh, yeah. yeah. Get a couple of sandwiches and yeah, good to go. Yeah. Nice. There we go. Well, there we go. Thanks for answering that question. No worries. Thank you. It's good. I've learned something new as well. So. <laughs> but there's, I don't know, there's something about just uh, having a good drink and oh, yeah. hanging out with people. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. So and that's the big vibe of the festival as well, is that you just, you you know, we're, we're not cans. You just come watch some films that you wouldn't see otherwise, meet filmmakers and just have a good time and have a drink and 
yeah. just talk to people and it's just really nice. Yeah. Well, that's how you and I got uh, talking really. Uh, yeah. It was after the Pachacucha night. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were just standing around drinking. I'm pretty sure it was Old Yale. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, and, it usually uh, is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we just got chatting about film and yeah. and video and yeah. And you were telling me about your short film then, so you have to make it. It can't be this that's time next year. Yeah. yeah. No, I've got to once. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll yeah. happen. No jumping in swimming pools. Well, that's what I told my doctor. I said, I'm not going to jump in anymore. <laughs> yeah, and uh, she said, well, that's a good thing. I said, yeah, yeah from now on, it's head first in every, <laughs> yeah. every pool I go into. Be safe. <laughs> yeah. And she, <laughs> she, she had to look at my wife and then me and she, I need to know that you understand <laughs> that's a bad idea. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, you could then play the, uh, the British stutterer though next time. So yeah. Be fine. Oh, well, that'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate you doing this and uh, telling us all about the film festival coming up and who you are and what you're doing. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I yeah, so maybe it. one more time, just tell us where where can people get tickets and find info. And yeah, you can get tickets at either the Conwood box office or online, like www.cif.ca, C-I-F-F, super easy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's three days on November 23rd to the November 25th next month. Uh, the first day, the evening will be at Audio, just be like a mixer kind of thing. So just come on down to that. And then, yeah, two days of screening films, 33, 33 films at Cottonwood. So, and it kind of culminates in an award ceremony and everything. So it should be fun. And then just major leagues afterwards. So if you like good times and good films and good people, yeah, come on down. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you. It's been good fun. All right. Cheers. Thank you. Well, that's it, folks. Make sure you uh, check out the Chilliwack Independent Film Festival end of November. Uh, get your tickets. The, there is limited seating, so make sure you get the tickets to the shows you want to go see. I'm Matthew Anthony Hawkins. I hope you have a great day, and we'll chat with you next time.